Zatik Mar, another case, the bottom of Chesmet Beis Omer Abaye, Ruvain, Shemachar, Sadel, Shimin, Shaloi Bachrais. Again, Yeshua sold the field to Moshe. It was Shaloi Bachrais. And Moshe's in the middle of packing up his deal. The Yatsu and all of a sudden he starts getting phone calls that there's tumults about the field. And now he wants to backtrack on the Mecher. He bought the Mecher Shaloi Bachrais. He bought the field Shaloi Bachrais. And there's tumults on the field. So is as follows. Before he makes a Chazakah, he could still be Chazer. The deal was not completely finalized if you didn't make a Chazakah. So Mela, he could be Chazer. Once he made a Chazakah on it, he cannot be Chazer anymore. I, he's going to lose. Too bad. My time, he tells him, Chaisa de Kitri Savarta Vikabalta, a sack of nuts, meaning an empty uh, deal. You bought an empty be- deal? I feel bad for you. You bought an empty deal, but that's the Matthias. You bought a Chaisa de Kitrius. Chaisa de Kitrius. Very, I'll tell you something very interesting about it. The name, where does the name Kitrius come from? Why is Kitrius called Kitrius? There's a big tumult in the Mepharshim why Kitrius is called Kitrius. Either it's a lotion of smoke. Like we saw in Parshas Vayera, Vihine Allah Kitar Ha'ayats, Kikitar Ha Kivshan, by Stoim, that there was smoke coming up, that's why Kitaris is called Kitaris. Or Kitaris could be called Kitaris, a lotion of Kesher. Kitar is a lotion of Kesher. And Kitaris has the Kayach to be Mikasha. The reason why a person should say Kitaris, by the way, after the Yom over here, when everybody's they're saying Kitaris. That's what they're doing here. So if you say Kitaris, the, the Zayar says, a person that says Kitaris will be protected from all Misa, from all Shlach to Zachin. Kitaris is Mikasher, all the Zachin in the world. So there's a Shaila if Kitaris means smoke or Kitaris means uh, nuts. If you look over here, we see the Nusa Chaisa de Kitri. A sack of kitri. So Rashi over here says, a sack kishura mole ruach. Rashi says, it means a sack full of ruach, full of ear. If you look at Rashi in Ksubis, on the Lakute Rashi, for those that have the Rolls Royce editions, Rashi says, mole ksharim, full of knots. That means Rashi has two pshatim. What I said, it's full of knots. I'm going from Rashi in Ksubis. Rashi in Ksubis says it's full of knots. Rashi in Babakama says, it's full of steam, right? Full of steam, full of uh, va- va- vapor. It's full of vapor. So, Mela, these are the two shots there. Everybody said they're very important. These are the two shots in Kitaris. Either it means vapor, it means smoke, or it means knots uh, connecting different zachin together. Everybody said it's big, you said big enough in Hashkafa, huh? No, so it means, you're right, 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 correct, correct, correct. Yeah, yesh line if he means that, yeah. But you see these two zachin. Ketayris can be one or the other. Misalalia has a whole shtikot to explain ketayris. Big Yisoy, what's so chash about ketayris? But anyway, here you see, interesting, two satupshatim and what the word kitri means. But the point is the same, that he bought an empty deal. Maishi bought an empty deal. And too bad, he can't be chayz. Once he made a chazaka, he can't be chayz anymore. Huh? We have over here Yeshua, Maishi, Daniel, and Yosef Aaron. They're chatayra group. But we have the entire group over here, and uh, let's go weiter. Zaytig amay weiter. Big yisaydus. Huh? Meimas havoi chazaka. What is considered a chazaka that once Maishi did the chazaka, he's not allowed to be chazer anymore? Mechidayish amitzri. 
Once Maishi walks on the Meitzarim, on the boundaries of the field, he can't be Chayzer. Now, there's a big discussion that we're showing him. Is it a real Chazaka, a fake Chazaka? Look at Taisis. But we're going to keep it simple. Once he made a Chazaka, the Allah is he can't be Chayzer anymore. Vidavka, Rabbi say Halt Kap, Maishi wants to be Chayzer from the deal. Vidavka, Shalai Bechrais. It's only if Yeshua sold the deal, Shalai Bechrais. But if Yeshua sold it, Maishi could be Chayzer, because why drink a cup? I'm going to come to you tomorrow. If the guy takes it from me, I'm going to come back to you. So don't drink a cup, just take the field back and finish Zaygizod. So the first Lashen says, if Maishi bought the field, he could be Chayzer even after he made a Chazaka. Even if Maishi bought the field, still, Yeshua could say, you can't be chayzer on the field. Why? If you want, if the guy's tired from you, I'll pay you back. Tell he's tired from you, I hear I'll have to pay you. When it happens, I'll worry about it. But right now you made a Kenyan, right now you made a chazaka, and therefore you cannot be chayzer on the deal. So it's too lishayness in the Gemara. If Maishi bought the field achrayas, does he have a right to be chayzer after he made a chazaka, before chazaka, if he sure could be chazer, after chazaka, to shaila is if he could be chazer. Yeah, well, now he doesn't make, is Ruvain Machoyev to disclose any shibudim he has? So maybe it's not so erlich, but Mikradin is not Machoyev. First of all, he could plan on paying back. It doesn't always happen that they come to you. He could plan and pay back. But in those days, you're right, there was no title insurance, which is why people bought fields about Christ, because of this reason. Not necessarily, maybe if he was 100% Ehrlich, maybe it would be nice for him to say. But since he, in all practical purposes, he might want to pay back. Okay, Rabbi say, if you remember, we had a kasha. How did we get into this whole challenge? Because we had a kasha. One Pasuk says, you pay Emetav, and one Pasuk says, Yoshiv Afilu Subin. The Pasuk says, Kesef Yashiv Labalov, you pay Kesef, which means Afilu Subin. So if the Gemara was a steerer, do you pay Meitav or Subin? That was the Kasha. So the Gemara is going to try another Teretz on this Kasha. We said a Teretz before that all Mitatolim is considered Meitav. But the Gemara is going to try another Teretz. Rav Huna Amar, Oi Kesef, Oi Meitav. Rav Huna understands, we're going to shlug it up right away, the Gemara isn't asking it right away, but the Gemara is going to assume right now that one Pasuk says you pay Meitav, one Pasuk says Kesef Yashiv Labalav, it seems you pay Kesef or Yashiv, we'll see in a minute, you pay either Kesef or Metatlev, do you pay Kesef or do you pay Meitav? So Rav Huna says either one. Rav Huna's Shita is, the Pasuk means you could pay either one. That's not true. It says clearly we darshan before. You could even pay junk. You don't have to pay meitav. So how could you say meitav or or, or kasev? It's not true. You could even pay junk. So is it meitav or is it junk? So the gemara before it said a tarets. We're trying to figure out a new tarets. A guy doesn't have any edus, so that's why he pays junk. If a guy doesn't have any edus, obviously he pays junk. You don't have. You have nothing to pay. You don't need a pasuk to tell you that you can pay subin if you only have subin. <coughs> Listen to this din. We tell him zeal tarach zavin Maybe I'll tell you you can't pay me n95 masks. You're mechayiv to give me meitav. Your kasef. Go sell your masks and give me kasef. Maybe you can't give me whatever you want. Kamash malon. The Chiddush is, you can give him whatever you want. If, again, the Tarot of the Gemara now is, 
If you have meitav, you're mechoyev to give meitav. If you only have junk, you're not mechoyev to sell your junk and bring kesef. You can either you could even give him junk if that's all you have. That's all you're mechoyev to give. A big insight. Amr Avasi, ksafim arein Avasi says money has the same din as karka. Lamai helcha. So what does it mean? Ksafim is like karka. If he's coming to say that Ksafim is like Karka regarding Meitav, meaning he has a right. He can either pay a Meitav or he could pay him Kesef. That's what Ravuna said. Either Meitav or Kesef. It's up to you. So what does it mean? Ksafim Karka. What does it mean? Kesef is like Karka. Listen to this case. Two brothers split a Yerusha. One guy took the cash. One guy took the property. The Balchayv came, the Balchayv of the father came and took this guy's karka. So one of the brothers lost his Yerusha. So now, the Azal Haiv is Shokal Paga Bixav He could go to his brother and take half the Kesef. Kesef is like karka. Both of them have an Achrayis to pay the loan. And therefore, since one brother lost, he, he paid up the loan, he lost his whole Yerusha, he could go and take the Kesef. From his brother. That's what Ksafim Haran Kikarka means, that we both have an equal Sheba to pay the loan, and a Mela, the, <coughs> the, you have the Chiv to pay me half of the money that you have. Fatimar, it's Pashit. Pshita, high bra, the high labra. Of course, both of them have an equal responsibility. One guy's a son, one guy's not a son. Why should the other, why should son number one not have a right to collect his money from son number two? That's one way the Gemara has the Kasha. Eke, the army, there's another way he could ask this kasha. Adrabba, le'idach gisa. Son number two could t- tell the Gemara's essay kasha the other way. Why could son number one come and collect from son number two? Let son number two say as follows. The reason why I took money. Because if it's stolen, I can't take from you. Right? I took money. The deal was you took karka, I took money. Why did I take money? Because if it gets stolen... I can't come to you, right? Karka is never stolen, generally. But money could get stolen. If it gets stolen, I can't come to you. If you, you took Karka, I was Makbid to take Safim. You were Makbid to take Karka. And the reason why I took Safim is that I don't want to be involved. If there's any loan or any deal that our father is stuck in, I'm interested in being involved in it. So how could you come? and take my money, I specifically took money for that reason. I don't want to be stuck with any Balei Chayv. So L'chayra, Fatimah, the din doesn't make sense. Ella changed the din. L'shnei achim shacholku, two brothers split. They both took karka. Two brothers split and they both took karka. Uba Balchayv v'natal chalko shalachamayim. One Balchayv came and took the chalak of one of them. So then the other brother, the brother could come and taina to his brother, give me a piece. They all took karka. The brother can come. Son number one, who lost his karka, could go to son number two and say, give me a piece of your karka. That's the case. Now that if it's money, maybe you can't do it. That's the discussion of the Gemara. Maybe you could do it, maybe you can't do it. But if it's karka, son number one can go be there from son number two. That's Ravasi's great Chiddush. Ravasi already said, two brothers split. And the Balchayv came and took the chalak of one of the brothers. Rav Omar, Rav says, everything is bottle. You have to split the Yerusha again. If one brother lost his Yerusha, everything is bottle. You got to split it again. Shmuel says, no, he lost 
His chalek, it's too bad. They took your money, you lost it, you're done. Look, I'm going to explain in a minute what the machlekes is. For Ravasi, Amar, Neitel Revia Bikarika, Revia Bamais. Ravasi was misopic. Ravasi wasn't sure if son number one could be Tavia from son number two. So therefore, he said that son number two should split it with him. He should give him a quarter. He shouldn't give him the whole half. He should split him a quarter. Let's take an example. Two brothers took properties. One property is worth $100. One property is worth $100. The Baal came and took the property from son number one. Now son number one comes to son number two and tells him, excuse me, give me $50 because I want half the property. Since it's a suffix, we'll see in a minute what the suffix is. Son number two has no chiv to give him the complete 50 because it's a suffix. Son number two is not sure if he's m'chiv to give it to him. We'll see what the shayla is in a minute. So therefore, he only gives him 25. Revia, he gives him 25. Either he could give him $25 of karka, or he could give him Revia Bamais, he give him $25 of cash. What's the machlaikis? The Gemara explains the machlaikis. Rav Omar bought the machlaikis. Rav says the Yerusha is bought to why? Kasavar he holds. Ha'achim shecholku ki yarshim have. Rabbi, so listen to this, he said. When Achim split, they have a din of yarshim. And since they have a din of yarshim, if one person pays the loan, everybody has to chip in, and they throw out the whole yachaluka, and they got to start again. That's Rav Shita. So if one brother pays up the loan, they got to throw out the whole deal and start again. Shmuel Amar Shmuel says, no, you lost your, your deal. Why? You lost your chalik. Why? He holds kasavar. He holds ha'achim shecholku lekuches. When brothers split a field, it's as if they're lekuches. It's as if they purchased. But it's like a lekech shleibachreis. It's like buying a field without, a, without title insurance. So if one brother loses his part, it's too bad. He's a lekech shleibachreis. He loses his part. So Rav holds, you're Yershim, you don't lose anything. Shmuel holds, no, you're like a lekech shleibachreis. Ravasi was misopic. For Ravasi, Omar, no, you told Bekarka or Mice. Ravasi said, You give him only a quarter, either Karka or Mice. Misafkale is misopic. Eh, Kiyarshim have Damu. Are they like Yarshim? And they have to start again. Eh, Kilakuchis Damu. Or they're like Lakuchis. Helkach, no, you told Bekarka or Mice. They, therefore, you take a quarter of karka or a quarter of mice. So the kids, so that's so the chayavasi can't be coming to say that when a brother it gives away his piece, he could come to brother number two and take his money because Ravasi already said it. You don't need Ravasi to say that. So again, what does Ravasi mean when he walks into Bismedish and says kasef harehu kikarka? What was he referring to? Elamai harein kikarka linyan meitav. When Ravasi said. Kasef is like Karka, he meant regarding Meitav. Either you could pay Meitav if you're a, a Mazik, a Nizik, I'm sorry, a Mazik, you pay Meitav, or you could pay Kasef. Ravasi said you could either pay Kasef or Meitav, which is really the same thing that Ravuna said. That's Ravuna said on top of the Amun, that Meitav and Kasef are the same. The Chayat says you could pay Meitav. Ravasi and Ravuna said the same thing, that Kasef is like Meitav and a Mela. The halacha is, you could pay either kesef or meitav. One more piece, a very gishmaki gemara, Baisai. We're going to have big fights about this gemara, but don't jump on me yet. Wait a minute. ad shlish. A famous gemara. Rav Huna, huh? Sorry, you're right. Rav Zeira, Rav Huna, ad shlish. The halacha of a mitzvah is you have to pay until a third.
My shlish. What does it mean you have to pay a third? Elema shlish beisai. It means a person is mechayiv to pay a third of his income, a third of his money when he buys a mitzvah. Elamayati yisrameli klasa mitzvasa. If a guy has three mitzvahs, he has a sukkah. A, he has a sukkah, lulav and matzah, lace of the kulabesa. He has to give away all his money. A guy has to give a third for a mitzvah. That doesn't make any sense. Elam Rabzeya, Rabzeya explained that it means behider mitzvah ad shlish be mitzvah. When a person gives, has a hider mitzvah, what's the case, hider mitzvah? So look at Rashi. Very interesting thing about saying. I want to tell you something is going to come up in life. I want to tell you very important, you say it's going to come up in life. One day, you're going to purchase a Sefer Torah. You're going to want to buy a Sefer Torah for something. I want to tell you, Baisai, don't just go to the first Sefer you meet and buy a Sefer Torah. The odds are very, very often you will be gypped. I spoke to a Sefer, uh, not this week, three weeks ago, and he told me there were every single week, they had to, they have, they have uh, Sefer Torahs in Lakewood every other week. He said every single week, for the past, I don't know how long, someone brought me a Sefer Torah that was not Negea. Mamish not Negea. And the guy doesn't know what he's looking at. And Nebuch, they could sell you a lemon. So when a person's buying a Sefer Torah and he says it's a good deal, or even if he says it's not a good deal, he's charging you a ton of money. Make sure to get a second opinion on a Sefer Torah. You don't want to come up behind the, uh, end up behind and buy the wrong kind of thing. So Rashi says, if a person has two Sefer Torahs to purchase, one is more mahudr than the other, which one should he purchase? That's what Reb means. You should spend a third more to purchase something more mahudr. If you have two options, you should cheshbin, if one of them is a third more, then you should purchase the more mahudr one. It's not just Sefer Torah, it's a Hesuk, it's a Luluf, but you purchase one that's more mahudr, but again, only tell a shlish. Huh? There's no two options. We only have mother. But if you have two options, you can either buy a cheaper esrig or a more expensive esrig. Just like you buy a bar mitzvah, Menachem Zalman. When you make a bar mitzvah, do you buy, you, make, you don't make it cheap, no? It's fine. You make a bar mitzvah, you make it, you make it sort of bagels and locks. No, you don't make it. That's a bagels and locks. That's a bagels and locks for bar mitzvahs. Zag to Gemara. Boyevashi. Oh, Boyevashi. Mom is like an accountant. Shlesh milagav. Is it a third milagav, which means all our accountants, if you can pay attention, or a third of the inside? Let's say it's $99, so that would be $33 more. Is it a shlish milagav or a shlish milabar, which means really a quarter? After you add it, it's a third, meaning it's a quarter. It's, so, Bikitzer, is it a third or is it a quarter? A quarter is obviously much less. So, the Gemara is not Paishit. Take it. The Gemara is not Paishit. Which one should you spend money on? But it's very Nagia. A guy has two Esrigim, assuming you could afford it. You have a nice Esrig, and then you have a nicer Esrig, which is a third or a quarter more. That Allah is, you may have to buy it if you could afford it. This is where it gets tricky. Mishmader Abzeira. Ad shlish mishaloi until a third is your achrayis mikan ve'elach mishela kadosh baruchu from a third on comes from there by the shalom. What does that mean? What does that mean? So Rashi says, I said, listen, very, very, very important, very important. Rashi, Rashi says the schar that you get for spending an extra shlish on a mitzvah does not get paid back bechayav. Because the halacha is schar mitzvah by Amalekha. Not the money. Not the money that you spend. The money always gets paid back. He's talking about the schar. The schar of the mitzvah, you do not get paid b'chayav because schar mitzvah by Amalekha. If you spend more than a third, Zakt Rashi, that, since you're not mechoyev 
to do that, it's not a chiyav. There, the Rebbeinu Shalom will pay back. Exactly what it's going to pay back is not clear. It's Tumul Nachreinim. Is it Karen, Paris, whatever it is. But because of the main mitzvah, which is a shlish, you will not get paid b'chayav. The extra, which is not the chiyav, we will get paid b'chayav. And he's just adding to this conversation, a person spends more than a third. The halacha is since you're not to, you get paid back even b'chayav. Tesamad Beis, the Mishnah, today's shir is generously sponsored by our Parnas HaChaydesh, the last day of the Chaydesh, sponsored by Abdovin Malinowitz, Le'ili Nishma, Serev Chaim Zeb, Ben Rav Avramar Nalevi, Shlamiz Bas, Rav Avramar Nalevi, Avi Mayri, Rav Shlamiz Alba, Ben Rav Avramar Nalevi, Chaim Alozer, Ben Shimshin Aryeh, Le'erfur Shlamiz, Chaim Moshe, Yeshua, Ben Malka, and for the Yeshua of all Yidin in Eretz Yisrael, and our Parnas Hashir, is a special Mazel Tov to Rabbi Yisrael Moshe Engel on the birth of his baby daughter, Baruch Hashem, sponsored by Anonymous Yuri. Arayin, naise es naisa veitzchayim vila machzikim ba v'saimchea meushar, Aisher with an Aleph and Aisher with an Ayin to our Anonymous Yuri, to Rabbi Yisrael Moshe, he should have a Sach Nachas, He's here the next morning. The next morning, Baruch Hashem. He's here on tomorrow morning. He'll be here too. Bezer Hashem with a kvies. And to Rabdavid Molinowitz. And to his mishpach al-oyrech. Yomim toivim. Amen. Amen. Let's go with a gishmak, Rabbi Yisai. Anu Mishnah. Anu Haschala. Oh, no. It's at 19. How many minutes left? Half a minute. Okay, so we're going to begin the next Mishnah. And the next Mishnah discusses different ways that a person could be mechoyev even if technically he did not do the complete hezek. That's going to be the discussion. How much responsibility you bear if it's not completely your hezek. Every time you're shargors, it's considered your hezek. Well, your mom and her mazik. But let's say it wasn't directly a completely related to your pshia, are you going to be mechoyev or not? And the Mishnah says, kol shechavti bishmirasai hechsharti esniskai. Anytime I'm mechoyev to watch the item, it's as if I am machshir the nezek. It's as if I caused the nezek to happen. Din number one. That's the oimek of my responsibility. If I'm mechoyev to watch it, then it's as if I was machshir the nezek. Hechsharti, the Gemara is going to explain every, this Mishnah is a very mysterious Mishnah. The Gemara is going to explain every line in the Mishnah. Hechsharti, the Mixas Niskai, if I only participated in part of the Hezek, Chavti, the Teshlomi Niskai, Kechshar Kal Niskai. I'm responsible as if I did the entire Nezek, which is obviously very schwer. Why should I be responsible? We'll see in the Gemara about it. Nechasim Shein Bemila, we're dealing with Nechasim that don't have Mila, meaning Nechasim that are not hectish. Nechasim Shehein Shal Bnei Bris. They have to belong to Yidin, Bnei Bris. Nechasim HaMiyuchadim. They have to be Miyuchid in order to be Chayev. Again, the Gemara is going to explain each one. Uvechal Makim. You're Chayev in every single place. Chutz, Mirishos, HaMiyuchadis, Lamazik. Besides, if you're going into a place that belongs to the Mazik, the damager, there's a big important concept. In Babakama, if you go into somebody else's Rishos, he is not responsible for what happens to you in his Rishos. We'll see about that. Rishos, Hanizik, Ve'amazik. Let's say the Rishos, it belongs to multiple people. It belongs to the Nizik and the Mazik. 
We'll see about that too, what the halacha is, that's excluded. When the person is mazik, he has to pay tashlumin which seems to be a repetition of Mishnah number one, and the Gemara will explain. So let's go through it slowly. First, first then the Mishnah, Tanarabonan, Toshechavti Bishmirasai, Hechshati Esniske, anytime I am responsible for the Shmira, it's as if I prepared the Hezek. What's the case? Ketzad. Shar Ubar Shemasran Lacher Shait Vikatam Eziku. So the guy watches his Shar, he's Potter, from anything that the Shar does. But let's say he gave over his Shar to a Cher Shait Vikatam to watch, and they damaged. You got to pay. That's not considered a shmira. You're not giving it to an intelligent individual. And a mela, you are responsible for the damage. That's the first bell. Mashain came by Eish. Eish is different. Eish, if you give it to a chesed v'katan, the halacha is your potter, and the question is why, which is what I was going to explain. But my asking, what are we talking about? Elam b'shar kosher, if the shar is tied up, ubar mechoseh, and the bar is covered, the kavisagav eish, Elamai, what kind of Aisha are we referring to? Gachelas. So we're not talking about a fire. We're talking about a coal where the fire is covered, so to speak. It has to be uncovered. It has to be blown in order to spread. So the Chayyim Maishna Hacha, O Maishna Hacha, If you're potter by Aish because it's inside a coal, you should be potter by Shar and Bar because it's tied up and it's covered. Chayyim, what's the difference between Shar and Aish? Elab is Shar Moter Bar Megola. Obviously, we're talking to you, you gave him a shar without a leash and a bar that's uncovered, and that's why you're chayv. And by an eish, you gave him a shalhavis, a torch. So that's salachayr, what's the difference? Why should you be pater? Mashain came be eish to pater. If you give a torch to a kata and you're pater, the only time you are pater when you give it to a kata is if you give him a coal and the kata blew up the coal into a fire. Ava shall have but if you give a katan a direct torch, chayev, your chayev, my time da bariazeka. If you give a katan a torch, your chayev, because it's bariazeka. So, if you're talking about an open shar and an open bar and an open fire, there should be no difference between a shar and a bar and a fire. Should be chayev in all three. So, again, we're trying to figure out what's the difference between a shar, bar, and ash. Really, we're talking about a shar that's tied up and a bar that's covered, and that's why you're potter. And, and one second, we'll figure it out in a second. So why would you be chayiv? No, dear, you're chayiv. By shar and bar, you're chayiv. So why would you be chayiv? We'll see in a minute. And by ish, we're talking about a coal, which is why you're potter. Because the cherish blew it up, and you're not mechayiv for, for the cherish blowing it up. But why are you chayiv by shar? Why are you potter by ish? What's the difference if you give a tied up shar to a cotton that you're chayev? And if you give a tied up ish, so to speak, if you give an ish inside a gachalas, you're potter. So it's a simple shar. Shar da'akil in tuke, bar da'akil in tuke. What happens is the shar is eventually going to wiggle out. The bar is going to eventually get covered. Gachala, get uncovered. That's the nature of a bar. It doesn't stay locked forever. Gachalas, kama de shavikla, ma'am yam yavazla. But when you have a coal, the longer you leave it, the more it gets diminished. So therefore, there's nothing wrong with a coal that gets diminished. That if you give a coal to a katan, you don't have to be, you're not responsible because if the cotton does nothing, nothing will happen. So basically, by sharing a bar, if the cotton does nothing, 
something will still happen because the shah is eventually going to get out and the bar eventually will get open. By Yesh, by Gachalas, it's not like that and therefore you are Pater Ha. That's the case. We're talking about the case of a cotton. No, well, I guess usually you're responsible. Where do you leave it? Where do you leave the animal? Can't leave an animal in I mean, where... Well, why does that have to be the cottons involved? Lachal, enochanami. Lachayer enochanami. Lachayer enochanami. Lachayer enochanami. Let's see about that. Lachayer enochanami. That was the second bell, the last day of the month. Chav tes cheshvan. We have to get the new cards, and we'll have them bezer Hashem tomorrow. Emir Hashem and the schos of today's limanat tayer goes to anonymous yudi as a schos for surely angle on the birth of a. Baby girl who is here today, Baruch Hashem for the first bell, and to Reb David Malinowitz as Leila Nishras Reb Chaim Zeber and Avraham Levi Shlamis Bas Harav Avraham Levi Aldi Meir Harav Shlamis Alvin Ben Harav Avraham Levi Chaim Alazim and Shem Shenari Lefu Shleim Chaim Ashi Yeshua Ben Malka and for all the Yeshua of all Yidden and Eretz Yisrael Shkayach Reb David it should be a schos for your mishpacha as a beautiful chaydish and Shkayach Reb Yudi. And next month is Bez Hashem sponsored by Unzer Yisrael Moshe, and we'll have the new, the new, uh, the new uh, thing tomorrow. Bez Hashem tomorrow. So, you wanted it? Okay. So Moshe, you'll give it to him. Yeah, you can take it. Zag, zag, take it. You saw Moshe, you have it. Don't worry. Zag, take it. My Rebbeiter. And bro, Abi Yechanan. According to Abi Yechanan, the Yomer, Afilu Masalai Shal Heves. Nami Potter, according to Abiyechanan, that says that even if you give a Shalheves, your Potter, that's Abiyechanan Shita, big Chiddish, if you give a Shalheves, a torch to a Katan, your Potter, we're going to see it later in the sixth paragraph, Hashem, in Yushalayim Abnuya, the Kavasa Hacha, Bishar Mutter Bar Megula. So according to Abiyechanan's logic, over here we're talking about an open Shar and an open bar. And by Aish, we're talking about an open Aish. That's how Abiyechanan understands it. So, we don't understand. The Rebbe holds an open Aish, your potter. So, why be an open shar and open bar, you chayef? So, I think we By the Aish, the cherish is the one that ignited the fire. The Aish doesn't go by itself. You, have, you need a cherish to get involved. By a bar or by a shar, the cherish could just sit on the side and the, the item will be nazik. So Rabbi Yechon has a big chedish. Allah Chalamaisa is a big nafkim in Aladina. We'll see it in the sixth parak. And Bezer Hashem, if Rabbi Yitzchak is here for the first parak, he'll be here for the sixth parak. Bezer Hashem, in Yushalayim Avnuya. And over there, we're going to see it's a machlaikis. If a person gives a torch to a chayashayit to a katan or yuchayev or pater, Rabbi Yechon says a big chedish. See, if we would be an American society, where's Mr. Bezdin? If we would be an American society, we would think you give a torch to Hashem. Of course, you chayef. What's inside your potter? And if Rabbi Yechonah would pask in that in a Bezdin, they would say Bezdin is corrupt. Bezdin is corrupt. How could you pask in that if you give a torch to Hashem? I'm sorry, Rabbeinu. It, the Gemara says clearly that according we got to pask in But the Gemara says clearly that Rabbi Yechonah holds if you give a torch to a katan, you are a potter. We're going to see later why that is. Here we see over here shtikl svar, but there's an oymik behind it. What's the bailus of Aish? There's a lot of lumdus that we could say over here. But that's Abiyah Chanan Shita. Don't mix American law corrupt. American law.
don't mix it with Tyras MS, and that's the way a person has to view it. And let's go weiter.